0: Southeast Motorsports coverage, here's your host, Tom Baker
1: hello everyone welcome to the lead lap show where we talk southeast motorsports of all types we don't care we don't discriminate we love it all road course oval track dirt pavement it doesn't matter quarter midgets legends cars we try to cover it all here and uh, we've got an interesting show lined up for tonight joining us in the studio is a young man named keenan tully keenan um actually is a u.s citizen who spent time in california but has been in the uk for a good while and now has moved here to the mooresville area to um uh continue his racing career and keenan's got a very interesting story and we're anxious to um to have him tell it so he is going to be on the show here today we'll get to him in a moment uh, joining us via the telephone here in a little bit is Hunter Weaver. Hunter is uh, going to be back to talk about uh, the world short track uh, dirt championships there at, um, at at Charlotte on the dirt track this past weekend and the world final coming up. So uh, Hunter is going to join us and uh, fill us in on what happened over the weekend at Charlotte on the dirt. Um and we've got uh, a bunch of races to talk about that are coming up this coming weekend which by the time this airs on WSIC it will be in the weekend on Saturday morning so um it will be that day so we'll give you we'll give you a choice of some good races to go to over the weekend uh this coming so uh stay tuned for that we'll get to that uh, a little bit later in the show as well i do want to uh let you guys know uh, that um An announcement has been made. We had a breaking news story this afternoon just before the show. NASCAR's wheel and modified tour returning to Langley Speedway in Virginia. Larry King Law's Langley Speedway on April 22nd, 2022. That is going to be awesome. Glad to see the tour coming back to Langley. It's a great track for them to run. And another opportunity to see the Wheel and Modified Tour here in the South, which there aren't many of those during the year. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. So make a note that uh, April 22nd, if you want to go catch them at Langley, that is your opportunity to do so. Okay, so uh, let's get a little house cleaning out of the way. First of all, uh, again, a reminder that uh, you should, if you haven't already, Go to Facebook and Twitter at League Lap Show and like, follow, whatever the social media calls for. Um, and also, we have Steering Wheel Nation, our parent media company. The social media for that is also online. So, again, at The Wheel Nation, at The Wheel Nation, Facebook, Twitter. And Instagram and the LinkedIn page will be kicking in shortly too. So um, we'll uh, we'll be talking more about that probably hopefully by next week on the program. All right. So uh, Keenan Tully's here in studio with us, and Keenan is freshly <laughs> off the plane about a week ago or so.
2: Yeah, about a week <laughs> ago. Yeah. yeah. The UK. Um,
1: <laughs> Twenty-one years old. Yep. And uh, you are hard of hearing.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: And you are a racer. Uh-huh, yeah. And um, some in the audience, I'm sure, would be saying, well, that would make sense because race cars are loud, but that obviously isn't uh, the case for you.
2: Uh, no, it isn't. Uh, I was actually born with perforations in my eardrum, uh, both eardrums. So, yeah, people do often think that I uh, lost my hearing through being around yeah. race cars since I was 10, 12 years old or something like that. But no, yeah, I was actually born with uh, holes in my eardrums, so... Mm. You know, I can't go, uh, underwater, um, otherwise I'll get, uh, ear infections and, um, uh, yeah, so I wear, I wear so hearing even aids even with, like, well. earplugs you can't? I can with certain earplugs, but okay. I, I, I just You just avoid it? Yeah, I yeah. just, just avoid it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I had two, uh, surgeries when I was younger, uh, to have grommets fitted and they both fell out early, so, uh, I then went and got hearing aids when I was 10 years old and, uh. Yeah, <laughs> what is a grummet? I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like a, like a little. um How do you describe a tube. it? A tube. Like a yeah, it's a little tube that goes in in your ear and like helps you. Interesting. Guess, hear more, and they both fell out early. Keenan's
1: so. mom is with him in the <laughs> studio, which is awesome. We love that. She's uh, she came over here with him to help him get settled, and.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the first two weeks. Um, yeah, by the time this
1: show airs here on WSIC, she'll be gone.
2: Yeah, she's leaving, leaving on Wednesday, yeah, on Wednesday. back to rainy England. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: talk about how your your hearing affected you as a child. How did that, did you have to do anything? I mean, once you, you obviously got the hearing aid at a young age, so I'm sure that drastically helped. But what, what was it like just to do, you know, life ordinarily?
2: Um we didn't really notice much of my hearing loss until I was about 10 years old. Oh, um, okay. So I got, yeah, I got my first set of hearing aids when I was 10. Um, and up until then, I can't really remember a whole lot about how it, um, like, bothered me or anything like that. Um, but it was it was when I got into high school. I really struggled in classes, and then that's when I got my hearing aids, and... Um, <laughs> now a wait st- a minute. <laughs> you said you got hearing aids at ten. Yeah, you can't be in high school already. Uh, year six a year before high school in the UK.
1: Oh, so yep. high school is like seventh grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so yeah, we yeah, have yeah. a junior yeah. high over here. All oh, right, like
2: middle okay. school yeah. yeah, we have. Uh, okay. We have primary school until, until uh sixth grade, and then high school from seventh gotcha. grade. So all week, we we okay. call them year seven. So. You're yeah. seven, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. but yeah, um, so yeah. Then I got my first set of hearing aids, and uh, there's actually a story that um, one of the reasons why I stopped wearing them for a while was because um, uh, I was in class one time, and they were beeping and they were distracting the other students, and my teacher actually told me to take them out. Oh, so then is that
1: because the batteries were low? Uh,
2: no, they were oh. just. I think they were just set wrong or something like that, oh. and like and like the the class was loud, and so. Um, yeah, I got told to take them out, and then I actually stopped wearing them up until recently, about a year ago. So so, yeah.
1: so you have a certain percentage of your hearing. It isn't that yeah. you're completely deaf. No, no,
2: no. no okay. No. Um, okay. A, uh, the last test i done, which was about six months ago, I was about 30%-ish in each ear. Um, so, yeah.
1: Okay, so you're able to to function without them, but just not as... Not as well.
2: I do struggle in, you know, busy spaces, racetracks especially with, you know, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, restaurants, bars, I I do struggle a lot. So, yeah.
1: It's funny because I I grew up as a drummer Mm -hmm. who also liked racing, which people would think, well, that's a double whammy, you know, and especially because I used to wear headphones all the time playing drums, and you're... You know, you're playing it doesn't matter what kind of music it is, you, you have it it's loud, right? Yep. yep and yep. um had a hearing test about six, seven years ago and still had pretty much all <laughs> my hearing and it's like my father was like that too. He ran a jackhammer for part of his working career mm. and still, you know, I think some of that's sort of genetic. Now I don't know what your situation was, obviously, but um, you know, I think it's like some people just inherit that, it seems like. And um so, you know, racetracks, yeah, I imagine for you. Now, when you race, you have to take the hearing aids out, I would guess.
2: Yeah. 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 So I have to take them out and then obviously put in the uh, uh, earphones for spotters and uh, track marshals yes, and stuff. Yes, hook your radio. Obviously. So right, you can hear. Right. Right. right yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that does also help to drown out some, obviously, race car noise as well when you're actually racing. So.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because I, I work with another driver who races up north who's about 80% deaf. And when he takes his hearing aids out to get in the race car, he has, they don't have spotters in his class, but he has to hear the race officials who are telling him where the wrecks are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts the hearing aids in and, but it, it, it actually for him is an advantage because he can't hear any other sounds, but that radio. Right. So he never misses anything. Whereas, you know, other drivers, you can still hear the engine noise or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so there's other background that, 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 you know, makes that so. It's it's kind of interesting, but for you, it just doesn't seem like it's um it's that much of a concern per se.
2: Not in a race car, because right, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Yeah, like uh, that's honestly why I was kind of drawn to racing because I could just throw on my helmet and not have to really worry about talking to someone whether I could oh. hear them properly. I could kind of you know throw on my helmet sure. and kind yeah. of um, like uh forget about the world for a little bit. I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. 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 Um so yeah um it, yeah it is it is mainly just in busy situations like you know okay bars restaurants that type of thing so
1: so what got you interested in racing to begin with and what how old were you
2: i was about 10 um i'm actually a first oh. first generation driver um so my dad was
3: happened for you when
2: you were 10 yeah years ten up.
1: was a big year for you <laughs> got you for seven yeah, days, okay. got interest in racing.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah I'm, I'm actually a, yeah so i'm a, i'm a first first generation driver um my dad was never interested in cars racing anything he still doesn't really know a whole lot about cars to be honest <laughs> um and it's all right. uh, so I actually met a uh well my, my cousin raced not not a whole lot um but he raced on and off so i I'd, I'd go and watch him Once a month or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. No, no major class. Um, So went and saw him a couple of times. I thought, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Um, But at the same time, I was still big into my football in the UK, so soccer. So I love how he clarified that. (laughs) (laughs) at least he did it, so we didn't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we we call it football because you actually use your feet. So you know. (laughs) The funny thing is, is in
1: Spain. Rugby is football. Really? Yeah, because I remember when I, I was in high school, <laughs> we had a Spanish intern. Are, are you, uh, are you not sure about intern. that? Yes. Well, at least it used to be called because.
2: Can you um, Google it? <laughs> Jose.
1: Well, Jose Garcia who was in my class in high school, and he was a like a transfer student. Was, okay. And he kept saying when, when we would talk about football. Remember, in Spain, it's rugby.
2: Right, okay, so, yeah, oh, apparently they that.
1: call that football, I don't know it's it's just different, um, but uh, or at least you know they did in his part of Spain, so uh but but that's interesting that you do you do you soccer's like a really big deal over there,
2: oh yeah, yeah, it's huge, yeah, it's massive, I mean,
1: um, way bigger than high mean, City all the way, yeah, I mean, I think like it's <laughs> almost bigger over there than the nFL is here, like it is serious, uh-huh.
2: yeah yeah like i mean it's just it's the, it's the people it's get the angry over there yeah. The oh yeah. yeah oh yeah it can it's get like pretty harsh fights yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, you know fights with the fans people think oakland yeah.
1: raiders games are bad here it's like uh no not even <laughs> close okay we're going to talk more with keenan here in a moment <laughs> step aside take a break lead lap continues right after this you
0: own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving That's 302 827 2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career.
3: Hi, I'm Jesse Love and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio.
1: Full Jesse Love is uh, going to be competing at Phoenix as the show airs on WSIC, it'll be this it's weekend. It's going to be a big race. Oh yeah. Big, uh, ARCA race. And it's ARCA Closer finale. than it really
3: needed to be, but
1: top five yeah. in the, in the standing still have a chance at the championship. That ARCA race at Phoenix is going to be a war. Okay. Uh, back on lead lap and happy to have Keenan Tully and his mom in the studio here with <laughs> us. Uh, Keenan newly, um, relocated from the UK. Um, and we were talking about uh you know his his hearing and and the kind of the different effects that it has or hasn't had um let's talk uh, more about your racing so you started actually when you said you got interested at 10 when mm-hmm. did you actually start racing
2: my first race was when i was 12 years old and um it was actually 2 days after we got back from california on on vacation as well So, I was really Um, (laughs) jet-lagged. And um, so, yeah, yeah, So I I started high school, and um, I had a friend called Sam in the same class as me, and uh, he was racing in a junior class at our local short track. uh, Go-kart? No, uh, real cars. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, we we sort of got got talking, and um, I came to one of his races, and then I went back home to Dad and said, you know, I'd, I'd like to try this one day. He wasn't too too keen on it. He said, "You know, you should, you know, you, you need like save up for the for your first car and stuff like that." So I saved up about five hundred pounds, and then we went and bought my first car. And um, we didn't know anything about how to change a wheel, how to change spark plugs, <laughs> anything. But like, we didn't Neither know I. didn't it's know okay. <laughs> didn't know anything about setups. Nothing, like absolutely nothing we went into it. You know, completely. That's funny. Com- completely new, and um, uh, and then uh. Yeah, so the first time I actually drove a car, I never drove a go-kart before that, so I'd done my first race in a full-size car. Well, I say full-size. Our cars are a little bit smaller back in the UK. Well, is it, <laughs> is it sort
1: of like the Cars Finn races? Uh, no. Like a little Legends-type no, car? No no, no,
2: no, they're kind of like a Ford Fiesta-type size car. Okay, cars, so like that, a compact, like a four-cylinder, right, right, yeah, compact yeah, yeah, front-wheel yeah. drive car. Was yeah, right. it yeah, a road yeah. course? was a road course, right? Uh, no, ovals. Oh, really? Ovals, yeah. Yeah, stock cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I ra- uh, we started racing uh, in a class called Junior Rods, so Junior Hot Rods, and okay. they only had, like, little one-liter, three-cylinder engines. Funny,
1: a Ford Fiesta being called a Hot Rod.
3: <laughs>
2: um,
1: it's, it's different out there. They see Hot it Rods a little different. differently in the UK. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here we call it a roller skate. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, um, uh, uh, to me at, at the time, like, I thought, you know, Driving a car like a even a little one liter, I thought I was going you know super fast. Yeah. Like I was only, probably only hitting about forty on the straights or something like that, and I thought it was you that's know still fast. Yeah, when you're twelve. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, I, I mean, when I come over here, I see like kids that are 12 driving late oh i model. know it's crazy yeah exactly i can hit
3: 55 on the go-kart track yeah. <laughs> when well, you get like
1: little <laughs> mini tyrell started racing weight models at 10 and <laughs> won his first championship yeah. at 11 yeah. i mean like that's yeah just that's, insane. that's just crazy you to
2: know. me but yeah yeah so um yeah we went and done, done our first race like not knowing nothing about cars at all um i started fifth and finished fifth in my first ever race and um and then the second race i crashed but you know uh. <laughs> see you
1: yeah. after the first race you said well this is easy and then after the then second I... race you went eh, maybe yeah. not you <laughs> get so. a little too confident after that top five out of the box <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's funny
2: so yeah um so yeah then we uh raced in that until i was 16 and then when you turn 16 you then transfer out of the junior classes into the full size um, into the adult ce- yeah c- senior classes Yeah. yeah. um so, yeah, I won only won, I think, two races in the junior class in the whole four years I was in that. But, I mean, that that was like my first, like the first four years of racing was still learning. Like, you know, sure. I, I mean, even when I was racing last year, I was still learning things about my own car that I <laughs> didn't know. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, we were still learning, still didn't know a whole lot about setups. We got, you know, tried to get people to help us where we could. Um, some people didn't mind helping and giving away setups secrets and stuff um others weren't too keen on it but <laughs> yeah. what's funny is it's always
1: funny that when somebody gives you the setup and then you don't realize until later that by doing that they dialed you out because mm-hmm. your car is different from theirs i had a i had a teammate in go-kart racing who was who was he owned the car i was racing and he You know, brands of carts, you have to set up differently. The chassis are built a little different.
3: Right. Yeah. So
1: his arch rival that year for the indoor race, he came over and said, you know, what are you running for a setup? And Jeremy gave him his exact setup. (laughs) And and uh, Brett went out in the conci and was so loose he could hardly keep the thing from spinning. Wow! (laughs) And I said to Jeremy, I said, "You did that on purpose, didn't you?" He goes, "I'm not stupid." He asked, "I gave it to him." It's two different carts, and uh, I just laughed. I said, "Wow! So you got to be careful with that." Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one story. I was uh, I was quite high up in the points. I think I was third or fourth. It was near the uh, end of the season, and. um, I was—I think I was fourth and there was a girl racing and she was like third in the points. And um, her dad came over and asked, what tire pressures do I run? So I gave him my exact tire pressures without even thinking. <laughs> and, and, then, and then she beat me. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you, <know. laughs> yeah, so you so. went the other way and actually told him the truth. Well, and,
3: and that also applies into the, the terms of racing out here from over there. It, it's so different. So what really got you interested in american stock car races was is always running on those ovals because when you think of the uk mm. and stuff it's the formula route and the road course route what was yeah. what was the american yeah.
2: stock car thing for you um probably just because uh obviously my mom is from california so i always had a sort of a, a interest in just the states in general so obviously i was then interested in racing i was racing already so then i started looking into american forms of racing and then found nascar and you know um so it's been nascar ever since really um
1: <laughs> now you had the chance uh was it two years ago now three, three years ago when did you come over here to race was half, it three i think it
2: was about three and a half yeah oh wow yeah. okay yeah,
3: you gotta got build in a 2020 buffer because that didn't really happen well yeah t- <laughs> <laughs> exactly <That's true>. 20- <laughs> um, at least
1: if you're trying to come from uk to america it didn't happen um <laughs> You drove for, uh, actually it was Jesse Awuji, right? That kind of helped you his put team. Yep. his team. It mm-hmm. was I think what Patriot Motorsports Patriot is Motorsports called. Group. Yeah. Um, yeah, Uh they,
2: they West Coast. Yeah, yeah. They they recently closed down, but I found that they've actually just started running again this oh, year. Oh no kidding! Um, they had a couple cars in Arca a couple years, uh, a couple weeks ago actually. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you raced um, a late model.
2: Late model stock.
1: And you raced a a, a modified, an IMCA style modified ones too, uh, right? Tested.
2: Tested. Yeah. Okay, you yeah, didn't compete yeah, with that. Yeah. Talk no, about I didn't kinda how all of that came about? Uh, so yeah, I was I was racing in the UK and I I had about I think seventeen wins in one season. So I had quite a lot of wow uh, uh, Media, <laughs> it's a bell. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I had like quite quite a lot of media and video, uh, uh, videos going out in in that year, and um, Jesse kind of found me uh, on either, I think it was either Facebook or Twitter or something like that, and he sent me a message and you know saw that I was trying to get into in, into NASCAR. I didn't really know the route or you know how I could actually go yeah. about doing that, because um, I mean like like you just said, people normally go the f1 route or go-karts in in europe so yeah uh, i didn't know of any other sort of uk drivers that had made the transition over here to to nascar so um so yeah he, he sent me a message uh invited me to go over there and race for his team for the weekend at meridian speedway in idaho so. I love that
1: place.
2: It's a cool track. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really. It's awesome. yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah.
1: that's one of the more famous short tracks in the country. Been right. around a long time.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very long time. Yeah. So, what was it like to come over and race? Jesse's a class act. First oh, yeah. of all, yeah. One of the I'll, nicest I'll, gentlemen I'll Jesse, you'll yeah. ever meet. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He
1: really is. What was it like to to do that?
2: Uh, the f- scary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it was. And, uh, in in the UK, obviously we have right hand drives and we go clockwise around the track <laughs> so whoops you know uh, so i came over here and um and uh yeah they put me in a modified for the first time just to like get me used to the track driving a left-hand drive and stuff yeah. and, you know obviously i was used to having a big p- portion of the car on the left side of me and then it was the opposite I was right? suddenly got thrown into like this this modified you know the v8 and whatnot which i'd never driven before with a massive part of the car on the right side yeah. of me turning the other way shifting with the wrong hand yeah 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 I, yeah people don't think about that you're, <laughs> into, you're shifting
1: with the left hand over yeah there. oh yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah that's um, fun. so, yeah, so they, they put me in that modified for about half a day and then uh, they got me in the in the late model um, it took me about probably 10 20 laps to sort of get used to it and then after that it kind of felt normal so
1: it's interesting they put you in a modified to get used to instead of just putting you right in the late model because they're two different cars
2: they were going to put me in a two-seater K&N car, but that was actually uh, <laughs> that was uh, broken down that day. So See, you know what this was—is
1: they just didn't want you to wreck the late model. Pro- if yeah, you were going to crash, they wanted you to do it <laughs> <in> something else <laughs> yeah. because right, there's right. no real compatibility yeah. there. in The way they handled it—that's <laughs> yeah. funny. Right. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you ended up the top ten.
2: Yeah, in, in first race. Yeah, yeah, first top ten. Out of the box. Yeah, 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 and then um, I qualified for the main. In About mid pack or mid to the uh-huh. back end of the pack um, good, you know, I was still getting used to it Obviously, you know, I, I came from driving a little like a 1.4 liter engine to you know and now I'm in right. a 600 horsepower V8 So <laughs> it, was, it, was a bit, it was a big 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 sure. change. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, it's uh, Definitely a big change and mm. uh, we'll talk more with Keenan as the show goes on but uh, when we come back We're going to switch gears for a moment and we're gonna get an update on what happened on the dirt tracks around the area this past week on hunter weaver going to join us uh when we come back and he's going to talk about uh, the world short track championships at charlotte motor speedway which is the prelude to this weekend's uh world final events and i'm uh, going to tell us what else is coming up too that we should be paying attention to on the dirt and uh, again before we uh, we go we'll tell you where Some good choices are if you're going to a race the first weekend in November, we'll tell you where to go. Don't forget to set your clocks back. We'll be back in a moment.
3: How to be a great dad in
0: 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation?
1: HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at HMSMotorsport.com or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser
2: Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com.
1: Hi, this is William Sawalich, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. William going to be in action with the Carolina Pro-8 Model Series. Uh on the 6th of November. That is today as the show airs on WSIC at Hickory as part of their Fall Brawl program. That's one place you can go this evening if you're looking for some good uh, racing to see. uh, Hickory Motor Speedway, their Fall Brawl is tonight, November the 6th, and of course uh, the Carolina Pro Late Model Series Racing is part of that. So um, we'll tell you more uh, about what you can check out. We're going to talk about another show you can go watch here with Hunter Weaver who's on the uh, line with us. Uh, hunter is our resident southeast dirt track insider and quasi co-host for this show um hunter first of all welcome back good to have you back on the show and uh, i'm assuming that you were you didn't miss a single lap of competition at uh, the short track world championships at charlotte over
4: the weekend well, Tom, I was actually not even there in attendance. Uh um, oh. I was no, I was not there. Uh, I was at uh, East Lincoln. Uh, That's week right. For, for Blue Ridge, uh, Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake Models, we had our uh, Halloween havoc event. Uh, I oh, forgot week. that. Yep. And uh, Matthew Nance, um, and I believe he set a new track record there at a fourteen four eighty three. Um, really? Uh, Saturday, That's I mean, fast. He, yeah, he actually um, was disqualified the week before on heads. On the same motor, he had a Ford spec engine in there. Even though we have a pretty wide spectrum of engines you can run, but it, the motor that you claim still has to be right according to the rules. Makes sense. But anyway, um, um, he he came back last week to make a point, and he didn't leave nothing on the table. <laughs> he made and, the uh, point. I mean, I mean, he made a point that uh, it wasn't the engine that won the race. It was the car that won that race. See, I drive, love that. So. I love
1: stories like that. He, uh, he put a oh, Ford spec motor in it, came back, second track record.
4: Oh yeah, they uh, they uh, they had the motor tour down. They took the same motor, put new heads on it, make sure all the specs were right and everything. Brought the same engine, same car back, everything in one uh, Saturday wow. night. So nice. And uh, that was yeah, that was his fifth win of the season with us. That, that's that's the most of, out of any driver this year. He's going to say five wins. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's he's definitely uh, the hot hand for sure. And you're serious? How many cars did you uh, did you end up getting for that show?
4: It was actually kind of a, a slow night. We had we only had twelve cars, but okay. um, with um, well, we run back to back at East Lincoln, so sometimes it's kind of hard to bring people back two weeks in a row to run the same track or whatever. But we did have some different people come in. We had some new drivers come in that normally don't show up there. Uh, um, we had two guys from Tennessee, Morristown, Tennessee. Come, nice. Uh, more, normally, Craig Lake Model guys, and they come down and race with us. They said their season was over. Uh, Josh and Max Baker okay um they came they came and ran with us um it was good to have them um two young guys just kind of getting started up they haven't been in it i think this is their full first full season i think okay so um it was good to have them but um it was a pretty good show um you know with matthew getting the win uh tommy jones basically his teammate second and then um that was their third one one-two finish this season and then um uh Mark Dice coming home third at the line over Jeff Decker but it was a pretty good show overall and uh um you know it's pretty good racing uh, got out of there a decent time but uh that was pretty much Halloween habit, but there was some excitement over at Charlotte
1: though. Yeah talk about uh what went on over there fill us in on uh on on the winners and all the the scoop from there cuz uh, I know they had a bunch of cars there
4: yeah, they, um, it was actually not quite as much in years past, but right. they was still loaded to the gills of the competition. Um, the uh, 604's uh, Dylan Brown ended up picking up the win in the 604 crate and been a, a dream season for him in the 604 crate ranks um, with many, many wins, uh, multiple $10,000 wins in crate Lake model racing, ended up picking the short track championship up nice um 602 crates john Ruggiero uh ended up winning that race oh wow Uh, he won that he won that race johnny reigns ended johnny reigns ended up picking the win up uh in mmsa after grace and keaton had won normal bowman Gray stadium regular but also raised his friendship uh on the dirt scene and um he was disqualified and that gave the win to johnny reigns and i hate that for the keaton bunch but um reigns ended up getting the win there and then um uh, the uh craig sportsman portion uh, ricky green ended up taking the victory and there was a, um the a slider fest there was more sliders than white on this race. <laughs> uh blake Pryor, i mean he's got jokes oh yeah he threw <laughs> i mean he threw everything at it um than trying to win that race you could race all over the track you could run the top you could uh, be able to throw sliders across the track it was it was probably one of the raciest i've ever seen charlotte from the videos i've seen i was really impressed with it from what i've seen on the videos nice it, it really was um you know Oma modified nick hoffman win in the ump portion and then um in the, uh, Craig, and then Austin. <laughs> yeah yeah shocker for real <laughs> uh, nick's uh, never Obel won over a race chris before <laughs> over, yeah uh, well, chris madden runs second in his first ump modified race like we talked about last week and then uh 602 Modified, uh, Austin Holcomb, uh, getting the win there. And then there was multiple front-wheel drive winners on the weekend. Um, it was pretty good racing across all forms there, too.
1: Yeah, Nick uh, Nick Hoffman is, has been one hot hand over the last few years. That, that young man just knows how to drive a car. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's a modified, a late model, or a, an outlaw cart. Uh, if, if Hoffman gets in it, it goes to the front. He's, he's definitely a shoe. Um, but it sounds like they had a a good weekend over there. And of course, um, this weekend is the granddaddy, the world final. Um, and you've got the world of outlaws sprint cars, the world of outlaws late models and the, uh, super dirt car, big block modifieds from up in the Northeast and, uh, I mean, I, I, all three of those divisions just put on a fantastic show on the dirt at Charlotte. Uh, I always obviously enjoy watching the Super Dirt Car Big Blocks because that's what I grew up with, and and those are uh, those are my people. But um, you know, but the late models and the sprint cars and the World of obviously put on great shows there too, and that's a um, that is a weekend not to be missed. And it's uh, nice to see that the temperature is dropping to about oh freezing, uh, just in time oh, my, for that my, race my, too. Hard. <laughs> it's just uh you know i think the high on friday is like 44 and it's gonna rain uh so you know you know the world finals coming when uh, you start seeing weather like that around here because it's almost an automatic um but uh it should be a good weekend of racing what are you looking for uh, out of the weekend at charlotte this weekend
4: um, you know, just like always, uh, you know, basically the championships are settled there. All yep. the, all dirt roads lead to Charlotte. Um, yes, I haven't kept do. up with big blocks a whole lot this year, um, sadly, and but I love the big blocks and I love seeing them. Um, that and and i said it from year year one, and I think I was at one of the first or second years the big blocks came in, and I watched it, and they ran caution free, and Tim McCready at a point of last. I was time. there I mean, that I year. Think was, I think it was. I think, it was between, I think it was him or I think it was P- Peter Britton or, or somebody. I can't quite remember, but um, that's been 10 years ago. Yeah, but, McCready uh, ended up winning. McCready, McCready yeah. won in the four-card that yep. he was driving. Not sure of the ownership, but um, he ended up winning that race. And then uh, basically just coming down with the World Finals, um, Brandon Shepard looking to lock up another uh, series championship. Um, uh, the sprint cars I haven't quite kept up with this year as much either, but I've kept up. I've had to keep up with a lot, but I will say this: um, you know, tomorrow we, we were talking about you know the uh, Shriners Hospital race that uh, Cherokee, the prelude to the finals. Yes. Um, then basically the same divisions that, that will be at the World Finals, but um, they'll run that at Cherokee. Um, but Saturday, where I'll be heading, I'll be heading back down to Sumter uh, Speedway one last time with the the out with the Blue Ridge Outlaws. Okay. Um, we'll be racing uh, the big uh, their biggest race of the year, the big Turkey Day race at Sumter, and uh, that's always a big, big event. Uh, we had 27 cars, I believe, last year, and on a small track like that, I mean, at last year's event, the, everybody, the whole field was wrapped all the way around the racetrack, so uh, it'll was, it it was, it'll be a, a, a great event as always.
1: Does the winner get a turkey?
4: Uh, sadly, no. But,
1: um... <laughs> well, you'd think it's turkey day. I mean, you'd think you'd get a turkey. Thanksgiving dinner is paid mean... for if you win.
4: I mean, I'll mention that to Ryan Williams. I mean, I'll mention that to the McAllister family about a prize.
1: Yeah, tell them to go to the Food Lion and get, them, get a big turkey and just uh, give it to the winners. I mean, you know, it's... it's That's, it's, like,
4: that. that's like that one race that the winner wins a lobster. I can't remember what race that that's is. That's up
1: at uh, Loudoun, yeah, New Hampshire. Or whenever uh yeah
4: yeah
1: it's uh you know yeah that's uh i didn't say the turkey should be live i just said it, it should be a you know like i said just uh, now you got your <laughs> thanksgiving dinner paid for um you know turkey and all the trimmings but um it's uh that that'll be fun i didn't realize there was even another race this weekend besides the world final but uh, did we miss any from this past weekend other than yours uh besides the the charlotte race
4: uh, the uh, East Alabama, the National That's 100 yes. uh, this past weekend. Yeah, uh, Brandon Overton, what a surprise. Okay. Uh, yeah. 20,000. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was a real shocker. Uh, 20,000 <laughs> uh, going home from him. Also this weekend, this coming weekend, the Harris Speedway, not too far uh, from me. Um, they'll be running a big uh, Friday and Saturday 5,000 to win the North Carolina Stock Front Wall Drive Championships. 100 left, 5,000 oh, wow. win um the 602 crate uh late model thunder series um i believe they're paying three or four thousand to win i think it's 40 laps and um that's going to be a pretty good show up there this weekend at that um, harris
1: so there you go see so the fans have got some choices uh for what to do this this weekend uh you got harris running a show and you got the one in sumter and uh of course the world final all going on and and uh can't go wrong with that uh, we're going to Talk uh, in the next segment about some of the big pavement shows that are going on this weekend because there's uh, multiplicity there too. So uh, that should be interesting. When do the winter series start? Here, you got about uh, thirty seconds.
4: Uh, winter series, um, basically, uh, I think that where, there's a race being talked about. Um, not it's up in North Carolina, but I'm in a place where I can't quite give a, little, a whole lot of information on New Year's Day. I'm in a place where I really can't give that information okay. right now. But um, that's kind of where it is right now. But uh, go-kart racing a lot during this winter. Um, I mean, they race all year round. Yeah, um, yeah it's absolutely unbelievable. But um, then you got um, a few more coming up with the Turkey 100 at uh, Swainsboro, the big 20,000-win crate race. Our, our big race at Lakeview next weekend. Uh, there's a lot uh, to, to conclude at the month of November.
1: See, I'm not going to ask if uh, Swainsboro is giving a turkey because probably not. We need to get these. Promoted. If you're going to have a turkey day race, give away a turkey. Okay, thanks for being with us, Hunter. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. We'll be back with more of the show
4: after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Oh, yeah.
0: You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They
1: want to help. But they don't know how. Visit stopbullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the ad council.
0: You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid Atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from DC in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what what you need for less than a monthly car payment. You can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park the performance motorsports network is a compilation of shows about motorsports From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it.
3: Hi, I'm Leland Honeyman, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio.
1: Okay, since Leland brought us back, I'll get into, uh, again, a couple more choices. Leland going to be joining uh, William Swalich and uh, Nick Loden and a bunch of the other Carolina Pro Late Model Series racers at Hickory Motor Speedway.
3: Well, before we get in get into those races, I have a, a question for Keenan since we just came off of the dirt conversation. Okay, Would you ever strap into a, a dirt car? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Does, yeah. does that interest uh-huh. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have dirt racing back in the UK. Um, yeah. We kind of have like our own version of sprint cars. Um, they're called Brisker. We have a series called Brisker and there's a Brisker F1 and Brisker F2. And uh, they're, yeah, they're kind of like the, the, the UK's version of dirt sprint cars, I suppose. Um, the, Briska. Yeah. So the Brisker F1s have like a, you know, Chevy V8s that they get shipped over from here. And uh, they're full contact, like, they you know, they have steel, steel yeah, bumpers have on them the and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> quite, quite a lot of our, our racing back in the UK is, you know, full contact and stuff. Um, and then we have a, a Brisk Ref 2, which is like a sort of probably half the size of a Brisk Ref 1, and they have like a 2-liter Ford Z-Tech engine in them and stuff, so yeah. <laughs>
1: Br- what does Briskus stand for? It sounds like a soft uh, drink
2: uh, or brand of I coffee. F- coffee. I believe other- it means the... Oh, british stock car association oh, i believe okay. <laughs> so, probably right <laughs> yeah 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 and, yeah
1: the, it's funny because you guys run the, the you run the bumpers on all your oval mm. track cars. it's uh, quite a lot of them yeah so you and yeah. you say it's full contact it's like you know finn robinson another your your quasi little brother that my we that brother. I work with <laughs> the two of you you know we, and we i guess i should say in full disclosure that keenan is part of my group of drivers but uh-huh. um and and finn robinson races over there and and he always yep. talks about uh when you know when you use the bumper um he will say i
2: hoofed him hoofed him yeah <laughs> <laughs> hoofed him. have, yeah. You, have
1: yeah.
3: you been to an american dirt track race
2: yet uh, oh uh, yeah, I have actually. Yeah. Um, when we moved over here in twenty fourteen to California, uh, we went to Paris Speedway. Ooh, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, uh, there was like a big, um, big sprint car race. That I can't quite remember what they it was, have but, um, there. but uh, uh-huh. yeah, that was that. If was you awesome. got time
3: yeah. this week, you got to go check out Charlotte because it's a race World like finals. it's a race like none other. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, bu- dry,
1: um, Bundle up and go, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe bring but, a rain jacket. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: now, Saturday is supposed to be good, but uh, Friday forecast wasn't good, As of at least as of this morning. We taped this on Mondays. But um, it it certainly is, uh, yeah, the Sprint Cars, the late models, and the Super Deer mm-hmm. Car Big Box put on a great yeah. show. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of the best shows. Um, and, again, let's get back to the pavement for a minute because I want to make sure we get this before we uh, close this segment. Um, again, if you're looking for a place to go, we talked about Hickory. We go up there for the Fall Brawl, the Smart Tour, Smart Modified Tour. Um, it's not actually a Smart Tour show, but the North-South Shootout, uh, all the guys will be there, uh, is taking place at Caraway Speedway this weekend. And there's a bunch of divisions on tap for that. Uh, so you'll be there a while if you're going to. Uh, but uh, the Modified's put on a great show there. That's always a, a big time. Um, that's also uh, Saturday the 6th. And then, uh, of course, the World Final as well coming up uh and so three big choices uh to to go to for race fans and a lot of action this weekend get out and support your local short tracks because they need the support uh trust Mm -hmm. me when i tell you and it's the it most of that those are season finales so uh uh that's it if you miss this weekend you have to wait till next year so um go see those shows should be a lot of fun and uh we got nascar wrapping up their season out in phoenix as well so that'll be a good time okay so keenan um now that you're over here so you know you've come over and um you you did have a, a little bit of an advantage in that you were already a U.S. citizen, so you probably didn't have some of the mess that you would have had if you were trying to, you know, with a license and all that. And, you know, just, but I mean, what was it like to try to kind of get, you know, get someplace to live with a car and
2: all that? Uh? Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, moving over here wasn't actually the problem, you know, because obviously I uh, had a U.S. passport and, you know, didn't uh-huh. have to go through the whole visa process or anything like that. Um, so our first, we landed. At about 4 p.m. on a wednesday and then the next day we went straight out and found me somewhere to live on the first day um i actually lived just up the road from you as well so yes. which is pretty cool <laughs>
3: i see you did one part of it right because you've got a white ford rangers so uh-huh. america <laughs> check <laughs> yeah <Indian>. exactly <laughs> yeah tell
2: them where you got the car too uh pro motion motor company in yeah, lincolnton lincoln yep. Yep. yep james cheney and skyler yep yep yeah. Uh, yeah. We're yep. big
1: fans of promotion if you need a used car um that is who you go see go to promoter company in Lincolnton and see James yeah, Cheney help,
2: help, and tell him that uh, Keenan yeah.
1: and Tom sent you <laughs> um, and uh, he'll he'll give you a good deal but uh, no he's he's a great guy Skyler, mm-hmm. his son races in the uh, late model division he'll be at hickory on saturday actually yeah, uh, yeah, for the fall yeah. barrel. that'll be his i think they're actually running the late model stock division too i think okay i think, yeah. okay. I, think. I know cool. that um, you know we all there were a bunch of us trying to tell him just just run him in the stock class he's fast enough um <laughs> yeah, you know he's, he's been running limited, but he
2: is killing it right now he's, yeah he's, he's fast enough to with a yeah.
1: new car he's uh, fast enough to run stock and mm-hmm. uh, and would would actually have a shot at it um in my opinion but um yeah so and we're we're actually going to have Skyler back on the show here soon, so looking forward to that but um you you so you got the car yep. or the truck as it yep. were yep. and uh got the got the housing situation yep. set yep. Uh, yep. and so uh-huh. you're starting to kind of now you took your mom um up to the Blue Ridge area
2: Oh yeah that was yesterday yeah yeah, yeah that was Talk awesome. about that what was that like for that you awesome. to see that. that Well that poor little Ford Ranger was, was struggling on them hills I'll <laughs> <be honest. laughs> Yeah cuz you went all the way to Blowing Rock <laughs> Yeah Blowing Rock and you're then, like um, half a mile from heaven <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. And then we went over to uh, to uh, Grandfather Mountain as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then on the way back, we went to Boone. Stopped off at Boone. So, oh gosh, yeah. you did the yeah. triple. Yeah, it did free. Yeah, pretty long. Next time she comes, you gotta get her to the Biltmore. Boone,
3: <laughs> Boone's pretty great, though. You got App State up there, and it's a beautiful campus. Up mm. there, and, oh, it and is. It, so it's great. It's yeah. just it's way up there. But the, the Ford, <laughs> the you got the Ford Ranger, and it lived the tale to tell. But the views are
1: breathtaking, aren't they? I mean, do you you, when the area you lived in 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 UK anything like that?
2: Uh, No, the our our county was actually the flattest in the UK. So it was just it was just all, no all like, elevation. No, it was just all farmland, all so flat like Iowa. Fields.
1: That's Iowa here. Oh, just right, okay, farmland yeah. for days. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably not as hot though. Yeah. Probably not No, no. I went raining. to Iowa once and
3: I about died. Yeah, it was
1: it definitely gets warm there. Well, there's nothing for the sun to uh hide behind.
3: It's just dirt.
1: Yeah, just dirt dirt <laughs> and cornfields. You, know, you can cornfield, cornfield. Oh look a racetrack. You know, it's pretty funny how that how that works out there. But so uh, that's interesting. That so you, yeah,
2: that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure uh-huh. it
1: was. Yeah. And you got your... Do you, you don't have Halloween in the UK, do you?
2: We do. Oh, you yeah. do? Yeah. Okay, because um, I know some parts of the world they don't. They yeah, I mean... Anything that you have over here, the UK tries to kind of copy and steal. Um, we probably we probably <laughs> copied them on most everything. I would, would um, say. But. Yeah, I mean, we we do have it. It's not as big as it is here. Um, it's it's yeah. bigger here than it ought to be, <laughs> is my opinion. But um, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's uh, that's very interesting. Well, we we uh, we look forward to seeing what you can do on the track. Obviously, yeah, I look forward to it. Um, yeah. You know, trying to see what we can put together for next year. And we'll uh, uh-huh. we, you've got a podcast that we're going to be telling everybody yes. about. here. Yeah, at some point yeah. um uh-huh. yeah so we yeah. won't give away the farm just yet but uh <laughs> we're excited about that it's uh, kind of directed at um, your community of of deaf, hard of hearing. Hearing loss and spreading And uh, uh, really going to be, I think, a a tremendous opportunity once we can get it launched. So we appreciate you being on the show and coming in. And uh, glad that you got to bring your mom. And uh, we we (laughs) hope, obviously, that she has a safe trip back to uh, the UK and look forward to seeing her back over here again soon. So with that, we're going to close this up. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week on the next lead lap. So long.
0: You've been listening to The Lead Lap Show, home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlapshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of The Lead Lap Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lab Show. Thank you for listening.